0: You're listening to Songwriters and Producers, a blog slash podcast about everything songwriting and music production. I'm your host, Mike Gabriel, and I'm joined by songwriter Jordan Bilow. Today we'll be talking about songwriting and where to begin in the songwriting process. So what's up, Jordan? Hey, Mike. How's it going, man? I am excited and just nervous. Me too. (laughs) This is the first episode of this podcast. and. I'm terrified. Like when <laughs> I went to hit the record button, my I've, I saw my hand and it was shaking a little bit. <laughs> and uh, since this is the first podcast, we're not really up to speed on all our tech, and um, yeah. including we're using one mic stand right now, but two microphones on like a split uh, a split microphone mm-hmm. holder, yeah. and we're sitting uncomfortably right now, yeah, close our legs together, are almost touching at this point. <laughs> So if uh, you Hear some uh, leg footsie laughs, laughs touching, that might be why. <laughs> anyway. Speaking professional, don't get yes. to <laughs> <not> too much. <laughs> so, this podcast, since it's the first one, um, I wanted to share just a little bit about it. Um, this podcast is connected to a blog uh, called Songwriters and Producers. Um, I am a worship leader. And so the songwriting process and just everything with the songs and music production kind of goes along with worship just because that's who I am. And, uh, but I really think that this podcast and blog can help people who aren't writing worship songs um, just because I usually just write worship songs it doesn't mean I have anything against non-worship songs. in fact, uh, some of my favorite songs are not worship songs so um, and including I'm writing some songs right now for uh, a new project I'm working on that uh, they're they're Christian based um, but they're more about like struggles and real things that happen to people. Uh, mm-hmm. Walking with God. So they're not really like corporate worship songs that you would sing in church. They're more of just Christian based. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you mm-hmm. just stumbled upon the song on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, you would you probably wouldn't know that it's a worship song. So uh, I am very into um, more secular sounding songs. Um, like this mm-hmm. isn't a podcast about how to write like hymns like it is well with my soul or something i think we're a little bit past that although maybe it could be (laughs) yeah um so a little background um i mike gabriel am uh, the lead singer in a band called faded chariot and jordan here is the drummer um but we've Mm -hmm. put out let's see an album of five songs plus two more songs plus three so we've put out eight songs now wow you and me being the writer of all of them Mostly, except for Hearts Collide. Yeah, Hearts Collide, we had some help. Other contributors. Right. Um, But even that song, Hearts Collide, was mostly us. us. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so Behold the Cross and Sailing. Actually, these songs that you were talking about, you guys um, pause the podcast and go check them out, Uh, (laughs) especially Behold the Cross, Sailing, and Listening, because those are the three main ones I want to talk about today. And those ones, the main reason I want to talk about those three is because you wrote sailing and behold the cross by yourself basically and then I wrote uh, listening by myself so "Behold across you did help me though yeah the bridge yeah we're, we're, we're gonna it. talk about that yeah. um, how like I changed that song a little bit yeah. <laughs> yeah. like the key and and all that stuff but mm-hmm. let's not get ahead of ourselves so um, this episode uh, is about writing songs basically and um, and it's a. I'm thinking it's going to be a multiple part series because writing songs is such a broad topic and kind of a big thing to tackle, and mm-hmm. especially in one podcast. So, the blog yeah. post I just put out that this is connected to, is uh, basically about starting a song, like where to begin, and uh, so that's kind of what we'll talk about today with these three songs that we've written and that have a ton of plays. Uh, all over the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> so, anyways, let's talk about the blog post. It starts with um, what to write a song about, because you can't just start writing lyrics. Like You kind of have to have an idea of where the song is going. So when you wrote Behold the Cross, did you have an idea like, I want to write a song about what God, what Jesus did for us? Did you mm-hmm. have anything like that? So how, what was like your starting process for writing Behold the Cross?
1: Um, it's kind of funny because I was... Before I came here, I went through my journal entries and I found where I started writing the song in one of my journals from, like, almost three years ago now. Okay. And I didn't actually explain anything about the song inspiration. I just started writing lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's been so long, I don't really remember what, how exactly it started. But I, I just know... The inspiration for me was one of my favorite parts about the gospel is that it's for anyone hmm. and it doesn't matter what you've done or what how bad you think you are or like how far you are from God right now, that the cross is open to anyone, like anyone who wants to know Jesus, that it's, it's wide open to anyone who wants that. Yeah and i've always been so inspired and i've loved that so much about the gospel and so i guess that's that's kind of how it, how it the, the idea came about
0: yeah like what you wanted to capture in the song was mm-hmm. that what you were talking about how it can be for everyone um that's
1: kind of how i got like that first line that says you know come on Come in all all you wandering hearts if you're mm. looking for rest. Yeah, yeah. For a wall to soothe their thirst. That's, I think that's how it, how it began.
0: Yeah, and, and when when you wrote that song, uh, was it like the week before we decided that we wanted to start writing an album?
1: So I can't remember the exact timeline, but I'm sure it wasn't that far behind.
0: Yeah, because I, I think you started writing that in... Uh, with the idea that it was going to be on our new album, or on our first debut album as yeah, Faded yeah. um because I remember s- something that was really cool about that song was the melody and the chord progression. Um, mm-hmm. You did a chord progression that we've actually wound up using somewhat in our other songs where uh, you'll play that like C chord and then you'll throw the B in the Mm -hmm. bass there. And we like it, I feel like that's very popular right now for worship songs. And when you did that, it was like, whoa, this is so cool. (laughs) And, um, and I remember you sent us a voice memo of that song and, uh, we couldn't really hear what you were saying because, oh no, it wasn't a voice memo. It was a i think it was a, a video. video yeah it was a just video. an iphone video yeah and i remember like not being able to hear what you were saying but i could hear the music and the melody mm-hmm. and just the music and the melody i was like dang <laughs> this sounds awesome yeah and we all really liked it when uh that was when darcy um shout out to darcy <laughs> was darcy! in our uh was in faded chariot mm-hmm. we all really loved that and um we were all kind of inspired by it, yeah. And if I can remember correctly, that song kind of took a while after that.
1: Yeah, it was stuck for a while.
0: Cause like I remember, yeah, you sent that video, and then it just kind of it was like cool. Jordan wrote that mm-hmm. idea of a song, and then we kind of just forgot about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, and um, wound up bringing it back. Um, so that was the um that was the beginning of Behold the Cross. Uh, what about Sailing? Do you remember? How that one came about? Um let's see.
1: Sailing was a, a struggle to write. Hmm. I think that song went through like four transformations before it became what it is now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But the main one of the main inspirations behind that song was um obviously, you know, sailing. Yeah. The concept of being at sea. I've always kind of been in love with that idea. Hmm even though I've actually never gone sailing before. Yeah. It's definitely on my, my bucket list.
0: You kind of have because you go surfing. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> sure. <laughs> kind of, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've always just been in love with that idea of being at yeah. sea. And I, it's just always been an amazing analogy for me, just for life in general, because there's so many parallels. You know, sometimes you have calm seas. Sometimes you have stormy seas. Mm. Um, You lose your direction sometimes, but you have a a compass. Mm -hmm. In this case, my compass would be, you know, God and his word and his voice.
0: Yeah, Um, we never did it, but I think I remember the original artwork idea of that song was to have, like, a compass in it. Yeah, I, <laughs> we, I remember that, actually. Yeah, I don't think we ever did that, but that yeah. was that's cool.
1: Maybe, like, in a re-released version. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um,
0: do you remember if you started that song with music or lyrics first?
1: Um, man, you know, I'm trying to remember which one actually came <laughs> first. I think at, at the time, I was really into playing in Dadgad,
0: because I yeah, was seem to
1: fill like them a lot.
0: that song is intact yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs>
1: and I, I just love that sound, so i I think I yeah. just started messing around with melodies first in that okay, in that tuning, yeah, and I'm pretty sure music the music came first,
0: yeah, not the chicken, not <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all a different one, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, um. I think we both tend to write music first.
1: Yeah, it definitely comes easier for me. Yeah,
0: and I talked about that in the blog, um, to find if you write lyrics or music better, because, and for me, music is definitely easier to start with, mm-hmm. um, especially if I have like a cool guitar lick or something, mm-hmm. and I build a song around that rather than just chords. Um, right. there's a song I'm working on now. I'm straight up not going to say it at all. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it, but <laughs> that song has a very memorable guitar lick. Yeah. And so I kind of let that song sit for years and man, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting old. I can <laughs> say that now, <laughs> but I did let the song sit for years and Brought it back and mm. just like that, remembered this mm-hmm. the just because that's what the that song like is super good, yeah. And like, you knew the same thing, like, yeah. when the song started, it's like, Oh, that this is this song, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just recently finished, uh, at least the writing of that song, it's so good, guys. yeah. It's so I can't good. wait to share it, but um, <laughs> anyways, the uh, the idea for me was that that song, I all I had was that guitar lick when I started that song, and then mm-hmm. there's a song that um, we've done live a couple times called "Distance," that'll be on our next album, mm-hmm. and that song too was built on a guitar lick. Yeah, I feel weird calling it guitar lick. Is there another word for this?
1: I, I think lick is the proper term. That, I don't know. That's like the what else you call that?
0: Harvard <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah. The. The official term. Okay, well, that's fine. We can call it that. If you have a better uh, word for that, (laughs) please comment below. (laughs) Save us for the next episode (laughs) of uh, writing songs. So anyways, um, yeah, I think we both uh, generally come up with the music first. But Mm. there are songs that I've written the lyrics first, at least part partly and the way I did that was I kind of thought of it as a poem mm-hmm. um I just said poem <laughs> <When>. poem poem <laughs> I thought of it as a poem and um don't be a weird <laughs> and that's kind of because since it was a poem and it kind of rhymed and stuff it was easy to write music mm-hmm. to. and I know people who write lyrics first always but mm-hmm. for me and for you that's just never been how it was um mm-hmm. Our latest song that we just put out uh, was called Listening, and I wrote that, uh, all of that actually, and all the lyrics to that. And that song I started, um, that that was a cool song because that one I sat down at the piano, and I just wrote it right there. Mm-hmm. It didn't start with music first or lyrics, it was literally both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote the whole song in like an hour. And usually, yeah, it it was weird because usually I'll write a song in like an hour or two, but then I'll come back to it and change it and then I'll come back to it and change it again. And then Mm -hmm. it'll go through a bunch of lyric changes and music changes and then I'm done. But with this song, I wrote the whole song in an hour Mm -hmm. and then it stayed the same except for the arrangement of like when intro the intro how long the intro is mm-hmm. and if there's a instrumental between the chorus and the verse those things changed but the lyrics and the music for those lyrics never changed <laughs> and yeah. so that was kind of interesting for that song that's really impressive yeah it takes um, me much longer to right write yeah and usually it does years for me months. too um, like what, what some songs I've written oh like struggling it literally yeah, took me like years <laughs> and to be honest though I didn't spend much time on that Right. um which actually, let's talk about this um, timing. Like, when when do you usually write songs? Like, is it daytime, nighttime? Like, what, what do you think is the easiest time for you?
1: Mm. That's kind of harder to say. Because I, th- I think the songs that I've written so far, I, there was never really, like, a magical slot of yeah. the day where I would just start writing. It would just kind of start happening, I guess. But most likely, it was in the evening, because I'm just, I'm more of a night evening, mm-hmm. night kind of person.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but as far as timing, there's, there was never never really anything, like, special yeah. about the time.
0: Yeah, and I, I said that in the blog. I, um, I talk about, like, timing, like, when the best time to write is. And, yeah, I think it just has to do with your when you're most creative. And a lot of times, like, I'll write uh, songs... When I shouldn't be <laughs> mm-hmm. like super late at night, just get struck with inspiration yeah, and boom, I'm writing a song. And uh so I think that's the point I I guess the point we're trying to make about when to write song is like there's no yeah, no set time, but you do you should figure out when you're most creative. yeah, like I
1: think it, more importantly, it wasn't about the time of day necessarily, but more about when you actually felt like you needed to get it, yeah. like it out. Like you, need, you had some kind of inspiration at the moment. Yeah. And just grab a hold of that while you can.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it'll happen when you just write one lyric. You're super inspired, you write one lyric, and then you mm-hmm. don't want to anymore. <laughs> but at least yeah. you got that lyric down. Right. That's happened to me before. Um, I actually am fresh off of writing a song. I wrote a new song yesterday. Uh, Slash Today, and I finished it. No way. Yeah, and so um, the way I started that one was I, I definitely knew what I wanted the song to be about. And uh, this is also part of the project that I'm not telling anyone about, so I'm not going to say anything about. I don't it. even know about this one. Yeah, actually. well, I'll, I'll show you, of course, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. I'll show Zach, and I'll show yeah. Mel. <laughs> Probably just limited to, to you guys. But, um, anyways, I wrote that one in two days. I wrote um, the chorus and the bridge actually yesterday, and then all I needed was verses and. I I don't know what it is, but courses and bridges for me are so easy to write. <laughs> I think the, that's
1: that's true of a lot yeah, of songs, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and it's the verse and it, it's funny because I'm I feel like I'm known for not writing second verses because I get so <laughs> lazy and I'm like, Well, I wrote one yeah. verse, so I can and just repeat that again. <laughs> yeah. And um so and like in one of our songs that we're putting out, uh, on the next album is called free and there is no second verse, but there's two bridges. (laughs) It's like, yeah. I didn't really notice that. Yeah. But it's verse one chorus and then bridge one and then bridge two. Like that's how I have it labeled like for pro presenter when we did it live on Sunday. (laughs) And, um, the, the reason for that partly was because I just didn't feel like writing a second verse, but also like it didn't really need it. But Mm -hmm. this song that I wrote yesterday slash today, I knew that it needed a second verse. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what stumped me, but I was able to get it down and it's actually not layered, uh, or even the same melody as the first verse, but it works. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I guess my streak of not being able to write a second verse continues. (laughs) Um, I think the way I write songs is actually just the standard
1: worship song. Yeah, you know, verse one, chorus, verse two, chorus, bridge, yeah, chorus. It, I think almost every song I've written,
0: and I, but I think that that's important for a worship setting when people are singing along. Yeah, because the reason that songs are like that, like there's a reason for it. It's not like everyone happens to just write a song like that. Yeah. It it has to do with the singing and then a response to that, mm-hmm. the verse or yeah, singing in the chorus, a response to the verse or a bridge tying it together. Um, <laughs> okay. Saying. Last thing I want to talk about is song changes and how the song changes. So hmm. the biggest one, I think for us is behold the cross. So yeah. on behold the cross, we, basically recorded it before it was ready <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, like we didn't have a bridge right and we filled that space with an empty buildup <laughs> basically
1: yeah which is very strange yeah actually and um, worship song
0: and but we we were I don't want to say we were rushing it because I love the Daughters and Sons album. Mm-hmm. And I look back at it two years later, over two years later now, and I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that we did a really good job for what we had and the knowledge we had of recording and all that stuff. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, we recorded that album ourselves before we were ready to really do that. <laughs> we really, a bit we, too excited. Yeah, we maybe. didn't really know what we were doing. We did have it professionally mixed. Um, mm-hmm. and the, the guy who mixed it, um, he wound up telling us in the song, Behold the Cross, that it was missing things. Mm-hmm. And so that's when the, that intro piano part, that yeah. wasn't in what we sent him to mix. It was just acoustic guitar. And he noticed that and he was like, Hey, uh, you should put something there. Mm-hmm. And so we hired somebody to play the piano there. And, I um, love that melody
1: so much. Yeah. I really made the song.
0: And it, Yeah. But then the guy who did the piano, he also wound up uh, filling that bridge mm-hmm. with some crazy piano parts. If you really listen for it, you can hear it. It's not very yeah. obvious. But then he's also doing like this crazy... Angelic Yeah, alien... And <laughs> it was funny because when we first heard that, we were like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but it grew on us. And yeah. now I'm just like oh man, this is so cool. <laughs> and there's sometimes that moment when I'll show somebody that song yeah, and they'll be like, uh, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what here? is, what is that? Yeah. And Behold the Cross, there's a church that did Behold the Cross. And I, I remember hearing like, um, they, they did a little video clip and they sent it to me so that I could hear it. And it was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but it was just the intro or something and the piano player was doing that. I was like, Oh, somebody had to learn our song. This is so cool. <laughs> but I am wondering, I wonder what they did for the bridge part. Like, I wonder if they did a build up and if they, they had a the little, ah, yeah, ah. I wonder if they had like a background singer do that. But, um, yeah, if you guys don't know what you're, we're not. talking about, you should go listen to the song and then it'll make more sense to you. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that song, we definitely started recording it before it was ready because we didn't have the bridge. We didn't really mm-hmm. have the the intro and all that together. We really just kind of got it down. And right. so I'm really thankful that uh, the guy who mixed our album was able to hear that. And mm-hmm. we're I feel like we're much better now at writing songs. Like we'll catch things like that now. Like, oh, uh, this song is missing this or this song is... Needs this to tie it together. I feel like we're better detectives in a good song now, to yeah. where we don't need as much help. Not that help is bad or means that you're not good, <laughs> uh, yeah. but it, it it to be able to not write a good song. Like if you're a songwriter, that's a problem. <laughs> right. But I feel like now, and especially with like sailing, because you wrote that, and I feel like that is one of our coolest songs. Like one of our coolest lyrically and even musically yeah and i i think that um that was partly because we've grown as songwriters
1: (laughs) but i just want to say that listening is is like a whole new piqued your creativity. I was really impressed by that song. Yeah. You've definitely grown, like, up to this point.
0: I, I think... Oh, thank you, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to just seem uh, <laughs> like, oh, finally somebody said it. <laughs> no. Um, I think the reason for that is because I really just owned my creativity. And there's been a lot of times that I've written a song and then somebody would say something and I would change it because of that. Mm. And on listening, I remember... People, I'm not going to name any names, but I remember people saying things like, "Oh, this is interesting," or "This is weird," or "I don't like this part." And yeah. instead of changing it based on that, I just said, "Okay, well, that's your opinion," and then I just kept mm-hmm. it. And um, now we're getting into the, like the the mental factor <laughs> of being confident in your songs. Oh man, that's um, a big one. Um, but yeah, those three songs that we've written: uh, "Behold the Cross," "Sailing," mm-hmm. and "Listening." Go listen to those songs tell us what you think. And, uh, hopefully that, hopefully we inspired you, uh, to not give up on writing songs because we've written so many songs that haven't gone anywhere. And Mm -hmm. we've also written songs that we haven't shown anyone yet, but they're really cool. (laughs) And, um, so songwriting just takes patience and practice. And it's something that, I everyone can do. I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I'm really good at guitar, but I can't write music or I can't write songs. I've heard that so many times actually. And I don't think that's ever true. I think, um, I think if you just let yourself be inspired Mm -hmm. by things and want to write about them, because what it comes down to is when you're writing a song, if people can't relate to it, then it's never going to be popular. It's never going to be shared or anything. Like, people have to be able to relate to it, and you can think that people haven't related or can't relate to an experience you've had, but chances are somebody out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) has gone through at least something similar to what you're going through. And like Behold the Cross, you were talking about in the beginning of this, that the gospel's for everyone, and that you love that. Mm -hmm. And there's... A lot of times when we do that song live, I can feel that in the room that there's people uh, letting their yeah. burdens be lifted mm-hmm. <laughs> because they, they hear that and they're reminded that it doesn't matter who you are and what you've gone through, that the mm-hmm. gospel's still for you. And right. I think that's one reason that that song is so good is because people can relate to it. And same with listening, um, being a song about God listening to us and wanting to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have heard from God or have had that experience of talking to God or praying to God and Him answering their prayers. And mm-hmm. so that's something that they could relate to in those songs. So when you say that you can't write a song or you're not good at writing songs, like, I I really don't think that it's a... Uh, that only some people are good at writing songs and then some people aren't because songwriting is so broad (laughs) and like so many people write songs and like there's literally a song about probably everything (laughs) there's so many songs out there and so the uniqueness of and creativity of a of a good song has to do with the person writing it Mm -hmm. because that's what makes it unique because like i said there's so many songs out there that the one song that you write, nobody could write a song like that. Exactly. Because it's unique to you. So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. I'm kind of relieved that it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That wasn't as bad as I thought, though. Yeah. actually. Actually, it wound up being really chill because I feel... Well, for one, I thought about doing this alone. And I feel like that would have been impossible. (laughs) I really. I would
1: die. Yeah, one of these alone, probably.
0: Right, and I think Uh, that that's part of why it was awesome was because it was more of a conversation between us. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm starting to say things that I should probably wait till after the podcast (laughs) to say, but you're gonna hear it anyway. Um, Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share this podcast. Um, If you listen to this on. Or not, son. If you listened to this podcast <laughs> because you're a fan of Faded Chariot and you wanted to hear some behind the scenes of our songs. thanks for listening. Thank you. Yeah, I love you. you are awesome, Faded Chariot fans. There's so many of them. No, there's really not. <laughs> but uh, to the to whoever you are, thank you. Um, leave a comment. Leave. Feedback. Oh yeah, uh reviews. You can do that on podcasts. This is my first one, so I'm still like trying to figure everything out. Leave a five star review if you you didn't like like it. Yeah, if you if you didn't like it, rather than leaving a one star review, just don't do anything (laughs) because that'll really hurt my feelings and I probably won't do another episode. No, I'm just kidding. We can't take criticism. Right, right. (laughs) No, um but but really, um, thank you for listening. If you even made it this far, <laughs> <Congrats>. wow, <Yes. laughs> I'm impressed. The cool thing about this podcast is that we're not sponsored yet, so there's right. no ads. Exactly. I'm not talking about like mattresses or uh, <laughs> or what food. else? Is there? Yeah, <laughs> like food. Uh, delivery to your door, food. So you're uh,
1: welcome for that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome for the no ads. Next time, well, I, I mean, I guess we did plug our own songs a lot, so that could yeah, be part true. of an ad. Uh, But we'll pay ourselves for that. (laughs) Anyways, you're listening to Songwriters and Producers.
1: Get out there and write some songs. Yes. Don't be afraid to share your creativity. Yes.